Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Fast Line on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers, Anthony Stalter. Let's head to the Celebrity Line. We're joined by Chris Kerber, our guy, play-by-play man for your St. Louis Blues on the home of uh, your St. Louis Blues 101 ESPN. And Kerbs has been filling in the last couple of days on the balloon party. And uh, yeah. Kerbs, you had great, some great guests. How have you enjoyed hosting the balloon party the last couple of days? It's good. It's a simple hour. It goes fast. And then, uh, then you got the rest of the day still. So... You know, that, that one hour of work a day is taxing. <laughs> yeah, that's how Anthony rolls over here, too, Curves. Heck? Oh, I mean, four hours. Sorry, Anthony, my bad. Um, Curves, one of the items that uh, you were able to talk about this week on the balloon party uh, with Coach Craig Berube, and uh, certainly independently, is uh, good old Sonny coming back to St. Louis. Uh, look, I think I think the, everybody here in the fan base really loved Oscar Sundquist when he played here, but just your thoughts on Sonny coming back to be a St. Louis Blue. Yeah, you know what, Jamie? I think that I think Doug Armstrong's direction that he laid out for everybody, and he's following it up with his signings, is pretty real. He wants to see this thing uh, turn over the next few years to where the real core starts with Thomas and Cairo and you know Butch Navich uh, and those guys. And you know, I was surprised that nobody had reached out to Oscar Sundquist or he couldn't find a deal that he liked, um, you know, better than the ones that the Blues had. Now, we know he loves it here. We know he spends the summer here. We know, you know, he's dating somebody from here. So, you know, I, I, you get all that part, and, and I can always appreciate a player saying, no, I just, I'll even leave money on the table maybe if it means, you know, a lifestyle or a place that they want, which they have that right in free agency. I love the signing because, one, uh, Greg Berube made it very clear to us uh, yesterday that how important the penalty kill was going to be. And if Oscar's healthy, that he's a, he can be a huge part in helping improve that penalty kill again. Uh, you've got a character guy, a teammate that guys love being around. I mean, honestly, when, when, when he got traded and the team was about to take off on the plane and he had to get off the plane, just seeing the tears, the emotion from teammates from him, the, the way he was, it, it's just a real good character guy. And this team needs that. You, you've got to, you've got to, when you've got David Perron and you've got Ryan O'Reilly and you've got Jay Bolmeister and Alexander Steen over the last four or five years that have left this team, you, you've got a void in terms of some of that important character. And, and I think Oscar Sundquist brings some of that back. So I'm, I'm thrilled to have him back and excited that he's back just from a personality standpoint. Curbs, a lot has been made over the last, well, the course of the season and the off season about the Blues' defensive core and having to either improve it or tighten it up or just change something 
systematically. When I look at this team, Doug Armstrong not able to make a trade with the rumor mill going out there, the Tory Krug no trade clause, all of that put to the side. Uh, Doug Armstrong has countered, in my opinion, with getting some really big bodies in the middle of the ice. You got Robert Thomas is kind of the outlier, but then you've got Braden Shen, Kevin Hayes, and Oscar Sundquist. Now, do you feel like that's Army pivoting in order to tighten up a little bit defensively? Look, I don't think that the team played very big last year. I don't know how you feel about that, Jamie, but I just they they weren't as physical, they weren't as imposing. And if you're going to have a coach like Craig Berube, you've got to put some of those players in that mix. And so I think size definitely became a factor for the St. Louis Blues as the season wore along. And, you know, Butch Navich is a big body. Another one in there, for example, uh, Toropchenko could be a big body. And so I think you are starting to see Doug Armstrong kind of make sure that with some of the void that was left in size that, that he's starting to fill it. Yeah, he's got a challenge on the defensive side. You're absolutely right. Because, one, the no-trade clauses, the, the, I, I think no-trade clauses have hurt the Blues in the last couple of years. It's hampered Doug's ability to make some moves. But the players have earned it. Doug gave it to them. That, that's the world that you live in. But right now, with Scott Perunovich signed on a one-way deal, you've got nine defensemen kind of on your roster. and you, Injuries and sorenesses are going to dictate that you'll use anywhere from 8 to 10 or 11 defensemen over the course of the year. But these are nine guys on the, on the St. Louis roster. And I think you've got to make some room for the grit and determination and growth of Tyler Tucker to play on a regular basis. So whether it be via trade, waving, moving, doing something, at some point in time I do think there's going to have to be some movement along the blue line in terms of personnel if injuries don't sort them out uh, you know, as a result of injuries sorting things out. So, And in the end, I do think if there's a way for them to continue to make sure that they've got size along the blue line, to match the size that they brought up uh, front, that's going to be a priority for this team. So, Curves, just isolating the well, the nine defensemen that you have coming to camp that you know are either on one-way contracts or they've established themselves. Because Kelly Rosen's on a two-way contract, but he carries a $450,000 price tag in the minors, and I believe that he has proved that he's a good 6-7 defenseman for your hockey club, but there's there's only room for six guys to play every night. How long do you think, if everybody remains healthy, how long can Doug Armstrong carry a team that has eight defensemen? Well, I guess a lot of that will also depend on the health of the forwards, right, and how things sort out there. And There's going to be decisions made there. There's not room on the roster for all the one-way contracts that he has at forward either. you know. And then, and then you've got a guy like Nikita Alexandrov that's going to knock on the door from a forward standpoint. So, to me, Jamie, the breakdown's really got to be this. I think they're going to have to evaluate and just make a decision. And and at some point in time, say, you know, cut bait with one, maybe two guys, if, if everybody's healthy, and just say this is the way it's going to be. I have a hard time seeing both Perunovic and Krug in the lineup at the same time, just, just from a size standpoint. What does a healthy Marco Scandella determined in the contract year look like? That's going to be a question mark along the blue line. I think you've got to get more urgent play out of Nick Letty than I think this team had last year along those lines. I agree with you with Callie Rosen. Callie Rosen proved that, you know, that he can be an everyday defenseman in the National Hockey League, and the Blues look pretty good with him. And, and we know that Robert Portuzo, and he probably even admitted that he's not an everyday player anymore uh, on, on a regular basis. You're probably looking at 50 to 60 games from him. And that's, then I go to Tyler Tucker. 
there wasn't any grit. There wasn't any grind. There wasn't any personality for me as a group along the blue line. And when they talk about the physicality that Tyler Tucker can bring, and I, I talked to Al McKinnis about it. He goes, you know, first time through the league, you're going to see tenderness. Second time, better. He goes, third time through the league, again, and he realizes the kind of space and the strength that he has. That's when you're going to see him take off. I think they're going to need the growth of Tyler Tucker to change kind of the uh, the swagger of the blue line, if that makes any sense. Curbs, when you look and when you go back to the deadline last year, Kapanen, Blay, Verana, and then of course this offseason, Hayes and Sunquist. When you take a step back and think about that, the collection of players, and I, and I don't just mean from a cap standpoint, what what do you think Army was trying to accomplish if you again if you group those five players? I think he's bridging a gap. He's bridging a gap. I, I don't think he's looking at most of those guys as permanent guys for the future. He's bridging a gap till the likes of a Snuggerud, till the likes of a of a Bull Duke, if he makes it to the NHL, as Zach Dean start to really impact this roster. He's bridging a gap for the growth of uh, Jake Neighbors, you know, to, to come in and, and, and those kind of things. Because to me, and you know, I, I said on the show earlier today. This is where some similarity, a real big similarity between the Blues last year, this next season potentially, and the Cardinals really is. And and that is kind of a hope, right? You're hoping, when you're doing this, you, you've, Doug Armstrong already resigned to the fact that this is going to be a, a two-year, a two or three-year adjustment, right? And And he's very vocal and very open about that. But that doesn't mean that you can't make some noise. But to do that, the word ends up being hope. You're hoping Kapanen reaches some of the potential that maybe that, that we hadn't seen. You know, with Pittsburgh or Toronto, you're hoping Verona finds his stride again. And if they do, you find lightning in a bottle. You're hoping somebody, Jake Neighbors, uh, whomever it may be, can step up and fill one of the top two roles on the left wing. Uh, you're hoping that, you know, that, that you're all around. Well, I mean, it is it is systems, but you're hoping to see better team play defensively from the group. But to be successful for the Blues, your hope that some of those players reach potential that we haven't consistently seen from them becomes the norm. Well, Cardinals have done the same thing. You're hoping that you find a shortstop. You're hoping you find a second baseman. You're hoping that the outfield sorts itself out. Well, look what happens when it doesn't. And that's what the Blues are going to be. But to me, it's the stopgap. It's the stopgap until those other guys reach that level of experience in the NHL where you see that consistency start to come. And, and I think what Doug Armstrong is reaching for is finding some veteran guys that get a chance to play and maybe in more roles than they have and find some of that consistency to help bring this team along. Curbs, great stuff. We appreciate you coming on, especially with you also hosting the Balloon Party. Uh, looking forward to more Blues coverage in the upcoming weeks here. So appreciate you joining us. Thank you. All right, guys. Have an awesome weekend. You too. Thanks. That's Chris Kerber, Voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN.